Idiots Report podcast. This is the Idiots Report podcast. We are the idiots, and this is the Idiots Report podcast. Woo woo hoo! Good evening, listeners. Thanks for joining us for the sixth or seventh episode. I don't know. <laughs> six episode six or seven of Idiots Report, hosted by myself, Jack, and Ugly Bevan. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we had a little bit of change. What we're going to do is we're just going to focus on the sports stuff because we found that we enjoy it quite a lot more. Um, so we're changing the name to Idiot Sport Report. Um, this is the first time Jack's hearing of it, but I think it's a good name. What do you think, Jack? The name is fine, and this had nothing to do with me not doing research or homework on the entertainment stuff. Nothing yeah. to do with that. Yeah, it, was, it had nothing to do with me feeling like I was talking to myself <laughs> when talking about movies and comic books. <laughs> Moving along swiftly, uh, today what we'll be covering is the Paul vs. Woodley purse, Victor Balfort, the Vitor. What? Vitor. What did I say? Victor. Put that down to my shitty handwriting. Uh, Vs. Evander Holyfield. O'Malley turns down Frankie Edgar, UFC Fight Night 191, Bellator 266, and something else that Bevan said that I didn't write down. That's it. Oh, really? Yeah. Excellent. Rugby, New Zealand versus Australia, and uh, backed by popular demand, Formula One, and just for all you other crazies, we've got some soccer in there as well. Not cool. Premier League, for obvious reasons, but... Why well, what do you mean, obvious reasons? Well, there were no games last weekend. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Because of the World Cup qualifiers. Oh. So, they released those players for international duties. Okay, cool. Sweet. Okay, so, Bevan. What are your thoughts on the Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley jail purse slash purse? Why jail purse? Prison pussy. Oh, uh, is that what it's called? Well, it's two million. I wouldn't mind that prison pussy. Oh, <laughs> would, um, you, would you take it for two million dollars? Two million dollars. Oh, I don't know. You know, I've asked people at work this kind of question before. Now, would you rather? <laughs> or just would you? Even if no one found out, would you? It's quite a contentious Are you topic. the prison purse or you... No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm just a person talking about it. I'm no, no, not I'm involved saying in the act. In the what if. Are you a... What, ooh. <laughs> are you a... Are you, let's make that what if. Marvel's what if. <laughs> are you the bottom or the top? Neither. Just the middleman doing the exchange. I don't okay, that could also be misinterpreted. I don't understand what you're talking about. No, I'm saying... Not you, fuckhead. You've already <laughs> made me angry. <laughs> um, no, not you. I'm saying... The what if is if it's me that's got to choose two million dollars or be a to perform an act, okay, an so unsavory act. Who? What am I doing? Either chugging mayo, no, or if, hiding the salami. One okay, of the two. so I'm the one taking it. I'm oh, the yes. pussy. You, know, you don't get to give it for two million US uh, dollars. Okay, you, you take it. it. What, what are we talking size wise? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe let's move Look, on. Let's, <laughs> if we assume it's small to medium and it's clean, free of infections. Do I know that? And no one would know. Nah, I can't do it. Because you'd know. You would and two know. million dollars not that much. Look, you can't I like retire on two million. Well, I, could, I guess you could, but I could. I could. Yeah, but you real cheapskate. Jesus. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley both got two million dollars for that fight. Equal money. Yeah. Which is, which is also quite a weird thing because you would think Jake Paul would get more. Which is pretty commendable that they got the same amount of money. That's just their base salary, okay? Or their base purse for the fight. That's not talking pay-per-view points. That's not talking endorsements. That's not talking any of that. That's what they get paid for the fight. So they both probably walked away with quite a lot more. I don't know the exact figures. Probably about three mil each. The question to me is... Uh, the question to you is, before we get into this, would you... Throw away your name to get that kind of money. Like, not that Tyron Woodley has, but I mean, he has lost to Jake Paul. Like, literally... Okay, so would I take that money for the world to say Jack lost to Jake Paul? No, you would lose to Jake Paul, but... Yeah, probably, but I'll punch him in the dick, though. Yeah, but but would you take that money to, like, have your... uh, What's the word? Your... What people think about you? Perception, your... No, your reputation ruined. For the rest of your life. Well, as a shit fighter, yes. No, but as like a bad human being, no. Just put it in. But what do you mean reputation wrecked? Put it in in perspective. If you were Tyron Woodley, yes. If you had that kind of reputation, yes. As a heavyweight, uh, as a, uh, uh, um, I'm so angry. (laughs) A welterweight champion in the UFC, 
and then losing to a YouTuber. So you've lost your reputation completely. Would you do that for a million dollars? Uh, $2 million. What was Tyrone Woodley's net worth before that? Doesn't matter, Jack. Just answer the fucking question. If it's a drop in the ocean, then no, I wouldn't. If it's life-changing, $2 million. That's what I... Yes, I don't worry. That's what you would. Yeah, if it's life-changing money. Like no, if $2 million. If that doubles my assets, yes. I, okay, I'm just going to say, I, w- I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No, because think about it. Your whole reputation, everywhere you go, people are like, oh, that's a guy that lost to Jake Paul. Be like, oh, wipe my tears with $100 bills. <laughs> Maybe $2 million. I don't, Okay, let's say, plus pay-per-view and all that, let's say it's $3.5 mil. Yeah, then I'll take it. Because that's... Listen, that's over 30... That's well, remember, what? you're still going to pay tax on the $2 million. You're still going to pay your camp. Yeah, but that's when you call up the Briatore, the Eccleston, and the those people and say, listen, uh, guys, help me out here. <laughs> no, you got <laughs> all of a sudden, you become a citizen of Monaco or Mauritius. Listen, or I think you shit. need more. You need hundreds of millions to be able to get that phone number. I don't think two million is going to give you the Bernie Eccleston number. Yeah, probably not. No, I don't even think uh, even Jeremy Clarkson shits himself when Bernie Eccleston gets in his car. Like that's that was crazy. a funny episode. Yeah, man. that was a funny episode. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's crazy. Bernie Eccleston, <laughs> as I live and breathe. <laughs> Fuck yes. Um, and we uh, Jesus Christ, we got the first. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, fuck. I don't know. So let's say you got two million out clean because of pay per view. So after tax, you got two million out clean to ruin your reputation. I guess. Yeah, I'd do it. I don't look. Am I upset at Woodley? Yes. But I mean, I'm not going to like throw my juice on him if he walks past, you know? Yeah, but I mean, you don't. Like, if I saw. I guess now more people know, but if I saw Tyron Woodley before, I'd be like, whoa, Tyron Woodley, what's up, man? Now I see him, I'm like, nah. Well, that, but I mean, that's, I, would, yeah. I would love that because yeah, I don't want true. people to speak to me. Yeah, the more I talk, I'm talking myself into this two mil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so listeners, would you fund $2 million to watch? How's about this? We throw them a bone. Me and you both get fucked up by someone. We each take only $1 million. Yeah, easy peasy. I'll do that. Okay, so listeners... We'll start a go fund. No, we won't start it. But if it's we get millions of views, we'll, we'll fund something like... I'll, fight, I'll fight Jake Paul for one million. Listen, if you and I j- fight Jake Paul together, we could probably take him. Yeah. I'll, We'd I'll, be punched a lot. I'll punch him in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. That's the best thing to do. And, and while you got his front, I'll... I'll bloop. <laughs> just embarrassing. <laughs> Look, I must... That just... You know those uh, entrepreneurship days we had at high school? Yeah. In grade nine or standard seven, whichever age group you are, I still obviously didn't plan for this and didn't prepare for it. So on the day of the entrepreneurship, I uh, took boxing gloves from my garage. Oh, uh, yeah. Took that with, uh, found a box at school. I used a, liberated a teacher's permanent marker, wrote on the back of the box, uh, no money, no idea, beat me up for one minute for five rand. Jeez. I'll tell you, we drew crowds. <laughs> What I was not banking on was, uh, at that stage, it appeared to be a fully grown 18-year-old man being the first customer. Who? I can't remember his name. Big but guy. No, he wasn't even that big, but he was just, he was a man. How old were you? I was 14. Oh, Jesus. So, and this guy asked for me personally, so I thought, okay, shit, all right. Well, you know, there's something going here. Let me just tell you, I gave the man his five rand back. <laughs> I stopped. I said, no, listen, man, it's cool. You, it's fine. You got but the what, what, 10 rand for five minutes? No, five rand for three minutes. Why? To beat me up. Why didn't you just say I didn't one punch for one rand? That would have been the smarter thing to do. Oh, yeah, but you want But to I did get concussed. Yeah, of course you did. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'd say you learn. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, now that we know Jack... Is an idiot. Um, yeah, so the other uh, uh, purses on that, uh, Amanda Serrano, that's that lady that's uh, so good. She got 75000 and Yemalith Marcasio, 45000 Um, which is so crazy. $2 that's million, really and then the much. undercard gets 75000 It's like insane. Okay, then the heavyweight, which I assume was going to be the undercard at the, at the initial, was a hundred grand. For Daniel Dubos and eleven, uh, oh, hundred and eleven thousand rand. Oh, sorry, dollars. It's like the, Jacob Zuma sitting in the room with <laughs> <laughs> Joe Castamano. And the funny thing is that Daniel Dubois beat Joe Castamano, so that's weird. Um, Montea Love 
Eight, 60 grand. Ivan Brach, 60 grand. Uh, Mateo Love, one. Tommy Fury, yeah, as well. Tommy Fury, 15 grand. That's Tyson Fury's brother. De- uh, defeated Anthony Taylor. He got $40,000. Um, and it was obviously a unanimous decision to Tyson Fury. So that's quite a weird thing. $15,000? Yeah, he only got 15 grand. That's not much. Well, he's 6-0. and He's not like a fucking crazy professional boxer, but, I mean, he's got a yeah, bigger but- name than the rest of the people. But it's but it's a good purse for like six and O boxer, like that's crazy for a six and O boxer. I'll take your word for it. I don't know. That just doesn't sound like a lot to me. Yeah, no, not that, as if I have that lying around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's <laughs> what three hundred thousand rand? Not bad. Yeah, that's a lot of pizza. Just to go fight some guy that like <laughs> that's like a meter shorter than you. I'll go fight the fucking guy. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, kick him in the deck. Yeah. Well, it's boxing, but okay. I'll punch him in the dick. Uh, then the, the last thing I want to chat about is the rematch. So Tyron Woodley wants a rematch, obviously, like we discussed. Well, yeah, we didn't discuss. Yeah, he wants to throw another fight for $2 million. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we forgot to tell you. Um, last week, <laughs> uh, the files got corrupted, so we couldn't release the podcast. It couldn't say. But anyway, so what we discussed last week was Tyron Woodley wants a rematch. Jake Paul says, I'll do a rematch, but you've got to get a tattoo that says, I love Jake Paul. Oh, shit. Now, keep keep in mind, they got two more for this one. The rematch, they'll get like 10 more, plus pay-per-view, which will be bigger. So let's say they'll walk away with $10 million. Did the Paul specify where the tattoo must be? I don't know. I put it on my deck. No, but you still it got it face. because people will know if you, have the re- if you have the rematch, you got the tattoo. Prove it. Put it on my deck. Yeah, well, then the, you have to prove it. Otherwise, you'd, why would you get the rematch? I'll show you my deck. Okay, but then you've still got a tattoo of I love Jake Paul on your dick. Yeah, then yeah we'll you're not thinking that one. Then when you get excited, it goes, I love Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but on a serious note, would you do that for $10 million? Like this, like just a, think of the, not in your, tattoo don't let, guy. okay, don't take it as if you Jack Peters. Think of it in Tyron Woodley's shoes. Would you do it if you were him? Is what I'm asking. No, no, that I wouldn't do. For 10 mil? No, not a tattoo. $10 million no. after you've just got 2 million? No. Not a tattoo. Yeah, I would. No, that's what I'm talking Ten, about. like, okay, well, we don't know if it'll be 10 million, but I think they would probably walk away with 10 million on the rematch. No, nah, I wouldn't do it. But you can get it laser off. No, it's, no, it's fine. I won't, I won't, no, that's not that satisfying. Is that Catholic, Catholic guilt stopping you from getting the tattoo? No, just sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that really, and then the other thing is, if he gets a tattoo, and then Jake Paul's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do a rematch. No, you. then you feel like that's a like a Paul. stamp, like I own you, like branding cattle. No, I won't do that. No, I would. Twelve million dollars. I'll just go and live. Yeah, in the but woods. your price is going up now. Now it's two million, eight million, ten no, million. I'm saying million. if they they want two mil now, okay. Let's say they walked away with two mil after tax and everything. If they if he fights Jake Paul, if he gets a tattoo, let's say it's a rematch, they'll get about ten million because the rematch is going to be way bigger. So he walks away with ten mil. So that's twelve mil. I'll go live in a fucking ranch. Have my tattoo. I got my ranch, bro. No, I still wouldn't get the tattoo, dude. Because two mil, you can't do that. Ten, twelve mil, you can do that. You understand what I'm saying? It's get... hundred million rand. Look, if no, it... that's more. That's like two hundred million rand. If it was two hundred million rand. If it was just a whimsical tattoo of his cho- of his choosing, yes. Uh, but I won't be branded by you. Yeah. Okay. All right. If I... he's like, you'll get this funny picture of a fish, of a fish, of a fish, of a fish, fish. Okay, next topic. Vitor, Vitor slash Victor Balfort v Holyfield. Yes. So this is Thriller Fight Club. That's the first fight where Jake Paul uh, fought against, uh, uh, what's his name? Ben Askren. They did it through, this is like a, um, they promote fights. They put on the fight like Showtime and the UFC and that kind of stuff. So Thriller is doing this fight. Now this is a card I want to watch. I'm just going to run through the card quickly. It's, Evander Holyfield, it was supposed to be um, Oscar De La Hoya versus uh, Vitor Belfort, but then Oscar De La Hoya got COVID. So now, Evander Holyfield versus Vitor Belfort, Tito Ortiz versus Anderson Silva, David Hay versus Joe Fortuna, Andy Vence versus jo- Jono Carroll. I don't know who that is. But if you just look at Evander Holyfield, heavyweight champion, as we know, Victor Belfort, uh, UFC one championship, Bellator is like one of the, the great fighters. Tito Ortiz, one of the most famous UFC fighters. Anderson Silva, even more famous middleweight, like the best middleweight of all time. David Hayer, 
I don't think he ever won a belt at heavyweight. He might have, but he's a very good boxer. And then the others I don't. But I mean, that's a fucking stacked card. Yes, Evander Holyfield is like 50-something. How old is Evander Holyfield, by the way? I'll, I'll check it. Um, yeah, so that I'm fucking excited for. And I'm actually more excited now, because I wasn't really excited for Oscar De La Hoya versus Victor, Vitor Balfour. Now I'm saying Victor. Um, but Evander Holyfield, I'm fucking excited for. He's 58. 58. And Balfour is 40. So, look, if... If they were in their prime, uh, uh, Vander is obviously a way bigger threat than Oscar De La Hoya, but I don't know. He's pretty old. But look, he fought until 48, so. Oh, shit. What? Holyfield was the youngest of nine children. Yeah, yeah. No wonder the guy's a boxer. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, like, Dude, that's anything like my household, bro. you got to fight for your food. Well, that's pretty much what they did. But, so Mike Tyson's got this whole story of, like, he grew up in the New York... Evander is kind of similar, but he was like a a a, 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 a rural boy. Yeah, Alabama. Alabama. So yeah. he's got real old timey wisdom when he talks. That's the guy so in the Tyson bit, bit, that Tyson bit his ear off. That's the guy that you were thinking about the other day. Oh. that's Evander Holyfield. So obviously a tremendous boxer beat one of the guys that has goes down in history as the one that beat uh, Tyson Fury. Ah, Mike Tyson again. Why does Google come in and say, who is Evander Holyfield's wife? I've explained that to you. I don't like that. Why? Because. Fuck him. Why? It doesn't matter. It's got nothing to do with you. If you Google you, nothing comes up. <laughs> Maybe Facebook or LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had strange calls from this man? <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so what are your thoughts? Anything there that's... I know, I know you don't know that much about it, but surely you know these names. I know a lot of most things. Look, I just think it's, I don't know. This for me is 58 to be boxing. Yeah, well, he wasn't cleared in the state that they were going to do it. So they went to California and he got cleared there to go fight. I don't know, dude. I just think like they pick up injuries that, you know, years later, if you get a knock or whatever, then it can be quite hectic. Yeah, but he's already got those injuries. He's, yeah, but it's, it's not like, it's not going to make it better. It's not going to make him worse. I think it could, dude. I don't know. I'd, yeah, look, Vito Balfour's the guy, Balfour is the guy that I told you that kicked out um, Michael Bisbing's eye. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. 58, why? Well, he's probably on steroids. What, Evander Holyfield? All of them. There's no way these guys <laughs> are fighting all the steroids. steroids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of them are on all the steroids. There's a steroids shortage in America because of these fighters. Anderson Silva, interesting. Tito Ortiz. I'm not that interested in that fight. I don't, they don't have any beef. Who cares? Ah, uh, okay. Now I know why he's coming back. Why? To do this. Uh, he has a net worth of $1 million as of 2021. So why is he coming back? What is that? For money. He lost apparently over $200 million. Yeah, but he still has a net worth of a of $100 million. No, $1 million. His net worth is what? $1 million. Yeah. No ways. How did he lose it? Uh, let me check that. The headline is, how did Evander Holyfield lose over $200 million so quickly? I don't know how they do it, because Mike Tyson also lost it. Yeah, $500 million. He literally lost $500 million. So it says here, according to Forbes, Tyson made over $400 million throughout his 20-plus year career throughout boxing. The amount roughly is uh, roughly over $700 million when counting in inflation. In counting for inflation, Tyson, unfortunately, Tyson saw all of his fortune dissipate in 2003 due to his career careless habits jesus 700 million in one year no oh, dude looking here as well Fuck. i mean he lost uh, they say lost over 200 million he had a net worth at some stage of just over 500 million yeah. us dollars then uh divorce your child support he got a mansion he bought himself yes. a mansion one of the biggest houses ever 10 million dollars and 45,000 square foot mansion 109 rooms, 135-seat theater. Yeah, but he's got nine, pe- he's got nine siblings. And get so many a 100-seat dining room and a bowling alley. Yeah. But, I mean, if you've got $500 million, it's 10, is the thing only cost $10 million? Well, that's pretty cheap for us, okay? I don't know when he bought it, though. Yeah, but, I mean, <clears throat> that's still pretty cheap. But I guess to run that, it's probably about a million dollars. Yeah, how year. many fucking butlers do you need to clean 109 rooms? 
No, I guess you don't use 100 and 100. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, why buy it? Look, that's not something I would do. But I mean, the guy no, from no. Alabama, <clears throat> he's were, he was from Alabama, nine kids probably yeah. eating off the floor, and now he's fucking got almost a billion dollars or half a billion dollars. Not anymore. Guy's going to buy a mansion, bro. Okay, so he's looking for money. I don't think they'll make that much money on this, though. No, not 200 million, mm. that's for sure. Yeah. Look, a million dollars is still a lot of money, though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay, so let's get into the proper fighting. Uh, first thing, Sean O'Malley turns down. Oh, sorry, you got to do this. So, <laughs> Sean O'Malley is a Sean. Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley turns down Frankie effing Edgar. What's <laughs> up with that? So, Sean O'Malley says he doesn't want to fight in New York. Um, yeah, he doesn't want to fight in New York because of taxes. So that's why he doesn't want to go fight in New York. But I don't think that's true. I think he's scared of Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar is a fucking G. Like an old school motherfucker. So just because of taxes? Yeah, that's his excuse. That's what he says. That's why he declined the fight. He wants to fight in Vegas. So, yeah, I know. Sounds like a cop-out. Yeah. But Sean O'Malley is like one of the... He's like a new school kid. You know, he's got like green... He's got like rainbow-colored hair. Oh, fuck, no. Not another one of those things. No, he's a nice. Well, he's not, I don't know. I don't think he's a nice guy. He's very entertaining. He does a lot of knockouts. Uh, but Frankie Edgar is like old school. And Sean O'Malley is like super famous, but he's not in the top fifteen. He's still working his way up, and he's like not Conor McGregor famous, but he's fucking famous, mm-hmm. which is very weird. So he, um, yeah, he's not. Uh, sorry, Jack's just throwing things around his own house. <laughs> Fuck. So yeah, he doesn't want to fight because of taxes. I think he's scared. What do you think? Look, I don't know if that's a good enough excuse to turn down a fight. I mean, what does that say about you? You're not in the top 15, but you're picky and choosy. Well, that's uh, what they're saying, is now he's been picky and choosy. You know, Francis Ngannou didn't want to fight one month earlier in October. He wanted to fight in November, and they flipping created an interim belt. So he's not the undisputed champion. So this, like, what are they going to do to him? Like, who does he think he is? Yeah, but that's... But he's getting, he's getting a big head, because he is so But famous. that's exactly it. Big head, yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, what? Taxes. Even if you pay the fucking taxes, you still come out with more. Even if it's 90% taxes, you still come out with 10% more than you had. I guess you are risking your, you know, it's a fight, but I don't know. I wouldn't make that move. I wouldn't do that. Well, we poor, so. (laughs) That's why I didn't ask you what you would do. (laughs) Poor is a state of mind. We're just waiting to make it. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I think that's a stupid move by Sean O'Malley. Um, okay, let's start with the big stuff. UFC Fight Night 191. What's going on in Fight Night? What will go on with Fight Night 191? No, it's already done. You didn't watch it. No, we're just recording in the past. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, uh, Darren Till lost to uh, Bronson. Uh, Derek Bronson. Remember I said to you, Darren Till is like that fun, he's an interesting guy. It's kind of like Sean O'Malley. He's very famous, but he's not as good as he should be, if you know what I mean. He was supposed to be the next Conor McGregor, and he just never made it. Okay. But not to say that he won't, because Bronson, Derek Bronson as well, also was on a downturn at this time in his career. So it was about three, four years, three years back. He was at the same position that um, uh, Darren Till was at, and he was on his way down, like losses and those kind of And he's built his way back up. But, yeah, Bronson, let's just talk about the review on the fight. Bronson pretty much, <clears throat> Darren Till had a lot of good strikes. Oh, not a lot. He had a few good strikes, but he didn't really get going. He should have kept kicking more and throwing a knee up the front, uh, uh, up the middle or throwing his hands up the middle just to stop Bronson from trying to take him down. Because Derek Bronson's a bigger guy and he's a very good wrestler. And Darren Till's a striker and not a wrestler at all. So all Bronson did was take him down, tire him out. And then on the third round, I think he, he uh, rear naked choked him. But he literally, he, he, he fastened the choke for about three seconds and Darren Till tapped. So it was a weird experience. What I want to say about that is Darren Till looked very out of shape. And he looks disheveled. You know when you can see somebody's hair, just something about it, they look disheveled. They look like something's not right. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. He just looked like that. So like, You know, this is a podcast. I need your opinion. You know, it's not just a yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you, bro. I feel you. But, you. but you know what I'm saying? Like, have you, you, have you experienced that before? 
In myself, yes, absolutely. Yeah, weekly. Yeah, between Sunday <laughs> night and Monday morning. <laughs> but yeah, he looked like when he got into the cage, he just looked like he had a hard day of work, like the day, like that morning. Yeah, <laughs> not Jim again. Damn it, I'm tired. And he looks a bit like out of shape. Like not to say that he's out of shape. Obviously, he's a professional athlete, but he just didn't look like Darren Till of the past. He kind of looked like Darren Till. I don't know, there's something about him. Like when he fights a striker like Robert Whitaker, he fucking goes for it. And then when he fights a wrestler, it kind of looks like he's scared or I don't know what it is. Or he, he doesn't believe in himself because he, well, he did the same thing with Woodley. Look, he had more output, yeah, but it didn't really make a difference because he rocked Bronson or he, it looked like he rocked Bronson, but Bronson said he didn't rock him. Um, of course he wouldn't say. Of course well, say. I mean, even if you watch it, it looked like he was just trying to like put his head down get out the way and then he took him down anyway so um i just think that tyre i think that um darren till needs to get off instagram and start becoming a professional athlete or not instagram twitter because he talks a lot of shit and he's a fun guy and all that kind of stuff but let's just get to winning again and then start talking shit again you know what i mean like nobody wants to hear from conor mcgregor now because he's fucking losing when he starts winning again bring it back talk shit again (laughs) if you're not winning shut the fuck up yeah Listen, while we're on UFC, <clears throat> a flying knee knockout at the fist off or face off. Yeah, but that's not the UFC. Where was that? It's something else. It's some other promotion. Combat so. culture. Yeah, I don't know where that is. I saw that. Obviously, I'm, I'm but that's so fucking stupid because you're literally getting paid to fight. And if you do that, guess what? You're not getting paid. You can do that in the ring, dickhead. Yeah, but and get paid for I understood it. this guy came fucking charging at him. No, he didn't. But it doesn't look like No, he didn't. He just walked towards him to do a face-off. And the guy kneed him in the face. Then you... So, you're literally getting paid to do that. Yeah, that's... And also, it's a cheeky... It's a it's a bitch move because he did it. The guy's not expecting him to fucking throw a fire in here. Yeah, it's like a living... Go in the ring and do it like a man. You know what I'm saying? And get paid for it, dickhead. I don't know who that guy is, but fuck him. Yeah, I know. That was weak. Yeah, but anyway. You see, and that's the thing. You don't only use, lose your purse, but you think any big promotion is going to sign you after that shit. No, yeah. unless you become really, really good, but that you you're limiting your. But he's he's a fighter. He's probably got a mental illness. Like we, you're not talking to somebody rational. Yeah, he literally uh, fly and kick the guy, fly and knee the guy just before he could have made money from it. So yeah, yeah. got the brain pain, coach. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, Darren Till is Darren Till destined for greatness or is he destined for mediocrity? I think if Darren Till puts off his phone and goes to Brazil and trains with Charles Oliveira for a year. He's destined for greatness because he has the capability of being great. If he doesn't, he carries on talking shit, he's going to carry on losing. Because again, if you're losing, just keep quiet. Kevin Arnold is the same. He was talking shit, he won five in a row. He was talking shit, talking shit, talking shit, and then he started losing. Everyone's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Win again, and then you can talk. Yeah, again, to quote my old friend Riggs, uh, sit down and be humble. Yeah, exactly. So, until you win. Until you, you win. And shout it from a There mountain. we go. 100%. <laughs> then another guy, Paddy the Baddie. So, what this, this fight uh, night was supposed to be in England. So there was a lot of British guys fighting, like Darren Till, Paddy the Baddie. Oh, British! And um, what's the other guy's name? Tom As- Aspelin. Sorry. Aspelin. Sorry, did you say what the Baddie? Paddy the Baddie. Oh, no. Paddy Pimblet. Paddy the Baddie. Yeah. <laughs> How nice. long did they strain no, their minds for that one? No, it's kind of a joke. Like, he's a, a jokey guy. He's making a joke about it. But he's a 155er. First round TKO, he got rocked, came back, knocked the fuck out of this guy, the guy that he was fighting. Luigi, what is his name? Luigi Verdamini, Brazilian guy, but he's Italian actually. Knocked him the fuck out. Dude. Like, I always like those ones where they come back. Like It looks like they're teetering on the edge about to be. And that's exactly what <laughs> it was. Around. Yeah, turn it around. Boom. <clears throat> so that was a good fight. I really enjoyed it. He's from another, uh, he's from Cage Warriors. Um, and he was a big star in Cage Warriors. And uh, they kept trying to sign him. UFC kept trying to sign him, sign him, sign him. Because he's quite a, he's got like a bowl cut. And uh, he's oh. like a funny guy. He's like kind of like Darren Till as well. But he's not as, he doesn't talk as much shit. Anyway, so he got, uh, he kept saying to them, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. And now they signed him first fight, first, uh, first round TKO. Oh, so this guy actually said to the people who wanted to sign him, just wait a bit. Yeah, let me get more experience. Let me Did become he, a better fighter. Really? Yeah, and he, he has because he's like, He's a 155er, so he's a sh- not a short guy, he's 5'11", so he's a little bit shorter than me. It's about your height. 
Oh really? Oh, <laughs> it just had to go. That's like two moles difference between us, dude. But whatever. Well, I mean, taller, taller. But uh, so he's not a short guy, but he's a skinny guy. But it looks like he's filled up out in his body. So he's like matured into like a. He's now like matured into a man. So I think he was clever. He seems like a very clever guy, and even the way he talks shit, it seems like he's doing it like in a calculated way. Yeah, it's funny and it's inside, and he's and he seems like he's talking off the cuff. He's not as bad as Chelsea, where it's like literally like wrestle talk. You know, Chelsea, <laughs> the one where he's like, I got the biggest arms. <laughs> but uh, I think this guy, actually, we must watch out for this guy because I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, he's, he's in the lightweight division, which I think is the toughest division in, in the sport. But at this stage, you know, he's, he's got a long way to get there. So hopefully some of the guys have fallen out. Look, let me just interrupt you. This is completely unrelated, but I have to say it before I forget. I didn't mention this to you previously. Uh, okay, so in South Africa, we have taxis on the road. Quite a reputation. Google taxis in South Africa. Yeah, this point. Other day, I was about to cross an intersection, and the taxi driver flashes his lights, obviously indicating he's not going to stop. Yeah. So I just raised my hand to express my displeasure, but it wasn't zapping it. You know, it's just, oh, man, what, what the hell? This guy responds by, I shit you not, sticking his arm out the window and flexing his bicep. Nice. I was pissed off for two seconds. It was actually pretty big. Nice. I was pissed off for two seconds, but after that, I thought this man is actually just a, he's a (laughs) genius. You flex by flexing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you are blatantly in the wrong. You don't give a damn. Look at my bicep. I would have done that. I'm going to carry on with my life. I would have done that. I was pissed off, but you know what? I can respect the man's game. Yeah. Like if somebody's like a dickhead, but they're a funny dickhead. I gotta, I gotta give it props, to him. Like, props to you. That's why people love Conor McGregor. Because he's a fucking asshole. But he's so funny at it. <laughs> like when that guy, that, I don't know, I can't remember what his name was. But he was like, they were in a press conference. And they used to do a press conference with, with all of them. Yeah. He got Nate Diaz a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cock funny. <laughs> but anyway, so the guy's like, he said something. He's like, I'm the hardest 145 pounder, pounder out there. When I put people, when I punch people, I put them down, whatever. And then Conor McGregor sits back and he's like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, okay, what are we talking about? Paddy the Baddy. Yeah, I like Paddy the Baddy. He's from Liverpool, so he talks like So he's this. a Liverpudlian. Yes. Uh, 155er. I hope he does it. I hope he does well. I, he looks... Look, in that, his striking's not great. He's he really looks like great. he's from the Beatles. Yeah, that's why he's so interesting. Like, what? That haircut, it's like crazy. It is exquisite. <laughs> it's not as good as a mullet, but it's pretty fucking close. Oh, he looks like a character. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know what's so funny in sport? How many people are famous, not because they're good, but because of their hairstyle? I think of Sebastian Chabelle. Not the best rugby player. Yeah, he had beautiful locks. But not the best eighth man. If you talk from a rugby player, a very strong eighth man and a, and a good eighth man on, um, with the ball in hand. Yeah. Not a great rucker, not a great tackler. Like, okay. No, but he made some big hits. He made mm. big hits, but he wasn't like a defensive player. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would, he's an impact player. Mm. But he is so... He would never be that famous if he didn't have that hairstyle and that beard. Think about it, would he? Not a chance. Well, I think it's, it speaks volumes that I remember his haircut. I yeah. mean, ask me what someone else's haircut was five years. I don't, I don't know. Don't I, don't, know. I, don't, I don't know what haircut I had before this one. I exactly. Mean, it's Sebastian Chabelle. So I think the haircut, that's actually a clever haircut because he does look like a dumb fuck with that haircut. I, and I won't forget him. <laughs> exactly. But the downside is he has to walk around like this the whole day. Oh, well, he walks around like that and gets in a fucking expensive car. So. Oh, is he, is he good? Like, is he like what would, uh, That's the old fable. Would you rather have a shit haircut, a good haircut on a bicycle or a shit haircut in a Ferrari? That is not how that one goes. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. <laughs> I, I can like would I wear this haircut for a Ferrari? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but then it has to be a Ferrari that's at least like no more than ten years old. Yeah, that's well, what I, I don't know. Yeah, obviously it means that. Why do you got to overthink everything? Obviously it means a Let's new Ferrari. Be specific. <laughs> be and specific. then the heavyweights: Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Spigvak. And there was also a lady fight. I didn't actually watch that. Or girl, a woman's fight. Um, and that she was also from Liverpool and she also won. And then this guy is also from England. I don't know if he's from Liverpool, but he also won. 
So all the English one except for Darren Phil, oh, which shit. is quite embarrassing, and he's the headliner. Anyway, this guy's a heavyweight, and he is actually quite a down-to-earth guy. Oh, but this Darren Till, this is the one we watched, yeah, last week. He, you know, when we were watching, when we were talking about the fight. Yes. Yeah, that one. But he's actually. Is he the one that said those two brothers were trying to feed the bus, or was this? No, the- that's Chelsea. Okay, this is the one that. He said, what, didn't give a shit about not seeing his daughter? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But I think he was saying that for, for some other reason. But anyway. I hope so. Uh, so this Tom Aspinall, he's a heavyweight, 12 and 2, 4 and 0 in the UFC. So a pretty decent record. But he was saying, and he's actually a good fighter. Um, he was saying he's not ready for the bigger, uh, the Derek Lewis the top five fighters like he just wants to start in the in the top 10 and see how the top 15 and see how he goes i think it's pretty admirable that people say that like no don't sign me yet or don't i don't want to go to those fights yet because they you know it's obviously you choose between obviously moving upwards on an upward trajectory by signing or by taking these big fights versus the other side potentially ruining what you can Mm-hmm. Uh, achieve by not being ready yet okay but if you very find, few people would wait until they're ready uh, that's true but if you let's say you how do you know when you're ready that's the other thing you don't you will never know when you're ready well if you ask me now jack am i ready to run 5k's in under half an hour i know i'm not ready yeah but that's a different story why is that a different from man i'm close, everybody knows i'm close to ready. half an hour dude I'm, I'm yeah, 11 minutes <laughs> uh, yeah it's 20 percent or 30 percent. look i can do it yeah, whatever but um I don't know, because when you look at it quickly, you think, oh, that is admirable. But if he fights a top 15 guy and loses, guess what? He's not getting wrecked. But that's exactly what I'm saying. Many people would just jump at the chance no, to decide. No, what I'm saying is, let's say, I fight, let's, say, let's say he fights number 15. He gets to fight. Let's say I say to him, or Dana White says to him, you can fight a top a, a, a eighth rank. You can fight Jose... Uh, Cuervo. No, what's his name? Solver. Rosenstrike, that guy, that, that big guy that you were like, Rosenstrike. Yeah, yeah. You can fight that guy, which is a tough fight, but if you win that, guess what? you got one more fight, you'll fight Derek Lewis, and then you fight him for the title, mm-hmm. okay? And then you fight him for greatness. Or you fight 15, I don't know who it is, one of the older guys, you fight number 15, and guess what? You lose. Then you, won't, then you, didn't, then you have to restart your whole thing to go for greatness. You know, so what would you do if you were facing number I'll fucking number. fight number eight. I'll tell him, give me number one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck eight, give me one. Okay. You're not ranked. Fuck you. I'm ranked after I beat number one. Ranked last. Still ranked. <laughs> no, if I beat number one, I'm ranked. Okay, I'm number one. That wouldn't happen. No, but I'm just saying. I, no, fuck that. I think go for it. Don't, don't sit back. Like, that Paddy guy is different because he's not fighting top flight fighters. He's not. This guy's in the UFC. Now it's time to step up and fight big guys. Now fight the big names. Oh, so in he's already in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yes, Jackie fought in the UFC 191. I'm just checking if you're okay. awake, dude. Okay. So I think it's different things. Like if you if you're not ready for the UFC, then what uh, uh, Paddy did, Paddy the Batty, uh did was he waited to get ready for the UFC. This guy's in the UFC. It's now time to fucking fight the big guy. And it's not like he does, has like a small record. It's 11 and twos. He's fighting for, for yeah. a while now. And those chances might not come up. And look, heavyweight is the perfect thing to do because you just fucking throw for the for the fences and try and knock the guy out. And if you lose, people love you because you fucking you're an exciting fighter. Yeah, That's what try. we want from heavyweights. We don't look. This guy is a very good fighter, and and he's got a. If he waits and he does what he wants to do, like fight fifteen, then ten, then eight, he he's got like an eighty percent chance of getting to the title. It's going to take a bit longer. If he doesn't. And he goes for number fucking eight now, and then number five, and then number one. If he really fucking goes for it, he's got a he's got a sixty percent chance. But I mean, what would you rather take? Eighty percent. No ways, dude. Because it's going to take longer, and you've got eighty percent. But then you've got Higher more chance fights. of succeeding. No, you don't, because you've got more fights. Eighty percent versus sixty percent. Yes. Okay. Sixty percent over three fights. Eighty percent over seven fights. Do you understand my logic here? Uh, it's a math that I you and I cannot do, but I it makes sense. I understand the maths, but the logic of yours, I don't know. Well, understand what I'm saying. It's 80% shot. It starts at 80%, and then every fight that he has, it starts to lower down. Same with the 60. But obviously, there's seven fights for the 80%, so it's going to go down further. So at the end of it, you're going to be sitting on 30% on your last fight to the title, whereas you're going to be sitting on 
on a, because also remember with heavyweights that the, the deterioration of them as a fight as being strong for fighting takes is a big toll because they're fighting fucking strong guys fucking huge guys i'd like to just give a shout out to uh outcomes based education thank you me and bevan understand maths <laughs> the other thing as well is if he fights let's say he fights number six and he wins then he goes for number three and he loses guess what you're number five or you're number six or seven you fight 15 and you lose you're not even ranked if you fight 15 and you win and you fight number 10 and you win and you lose you're number 11. you understand what i'm saying so the first one is risky that first fight where he's got to fight number six or he's got to fight but then he's in the top five even if he loses to number three then he's a household name so i would i would go for it if i was him i'd fucking tell them give me number one and then obviously gonna say no we'll give you number eight <laughs> i'll take it <laughs> you drive a hard bargain i want number one you get number eight thank you <laughs> yes but yeah so uh admiral guy i like him for that i like him that he's got like self-awareness but at the end of the day and i think he's ready to fight some of those guys because he's got a lot of good skills well-rounded fighters similar to um uh gone okay uh well-rounded heavyweight Okay, then the last thing, just a quick one, Bellator 266, Davis versus Romero. Davis is a light heavyweight. He lost against John Jones and then went to Bellator. Romero, stalwart in the middleweight division. Romero um, looks like a weight. He's individual. like 41. He looks like... He's a... Uh, where is he from? Is it Colombia or Cuba? He's from Cuba. He's a wrestler from Cuba. So he's been bred to be a beast like that. I don't know if we can use the word bred. No, he has been bred. Davis. In Cuba. Who? No, no. Paul Davis. No, no. I clicked on Yol that. Ramiro. Okay, because this guy was not born in uh, Cuba. No. No, Yol Ramiro was. So I'm looking yeah. forward to this Cuban fight. Cuban professional mixed martial artist and former freestyle wrestler. Yeah. But he was bred for the Olympics. Like, that's what Cuba did. Like, you know, like in the Russian oh, communist yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. So he was bred for that. Like, even Q uh, Cuban wrestlers can't go, can't get paid. They get, they live with the government. Like, that's, they're like, almost like, I don't know if slaves is the word, but it's kind of like that. But, uh, and the other thing, like, this guy's such a hard man. They, he went for, like, a bone test or something with the UFC, and they were like, yeah, no, his bones are, like, 50%, uh, like, thicker than a normal human being. Oh, shit. Okay. And then, but he was a beast. Like, he, like, the only guys that he really lost to was Robert Whittaker, who's a beast, and Israel Asander, Izzy, which is the current middleweight champion. Robert Whittaker was the previous middleweight champion. And then um, Paulo Acosta. He fought Paulo Acosta, who was also a fucking beast. He was actually a bodybuilder before, and he lost to him. But, yo, dude, you must watch that. That's actually, listeners, if you want to watch a cool fight, watch Yol Romero versus Paulo Acosta. That's like two. They're not that tall, like your height. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but they are like jack to the ninth. And they, they flipping, yes, as they went out to hurt each other. And yeah, that's about it from the UFC or from the MMA world from my side. Anything from you? And we jump into rugby championship. Mm -hmm. Australia versus New Zealand. Mm -hmm. uh, quite a shock result, wasn't it, Bevan? New Zealand won. <gasps> really? What? Yeah, 21 to Australia, 38 to New Zealand. And did New Zealand perhaps get a red card at some stage? Yes. For a boot to the face? But I don't know about that. Because he was coming down. I don't know. I saw that. It didn't look... Look, if it's for me in one motion, like as part of the motion, because your leg does lift when you jump, that's fact. Yeah, but it was as he was coming down. But it looked like his leg was extending afterwards. I don't think he was intending to get him in the face, but it looked like he was wanting him to feed some studs. I think he was just off balance. Well. I don't think a red card. I mean, that's extreme. Yellow card, maybe. But, uh, well, look, now with the red card, it's 20 minutes, and then you can sub somebody on for him. So you're not paying with 10 men the whole game anyway. It's not a big 14 deal. 14 men? You're starting to become a soccer fan. Uh, yeah? Sorry. Oh! Yeah, they play with power. All the turns of table. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I didn't think, yeah, I was, I was surprised, because they, they carried on playing, and then they were like, penalty, and I'm like, to Australia. Then I thought... I thought something else happened, like offside or something like that, and they were like penalty to New Zealand, uh, to Australia. I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw, what? Red card? No, I don't know. It looked for me, it looked like it was on purpose. And then they still fucking with uh, 14 men they on the field to score, score a try. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude. I, 
New Zealand, the thing, the problem with New Zealand is it, whenever I watch them, and maybe it's because I'm not a supporter of New Zealand, but even when I watch them, and I normally would support them against Australia and, and Argentina, but it just looks like everything goes their way. You know what I mean? There's never like a call other than that red card, but there's very rarely a call where they're like, uh, you're, and you're like, oh, fuck, you know, New, New, New Zealand got a bad hand in that. It's normally yeah, like, it goes the fifty fifties go their way. Even the fucking bounces go their way. It's like when they do a chip kick and the guy's running, you're like, oh maybe it's like, oh, no, it's in his head. <laughs> Look, I just checked now. Okay, obviously they are the top side right now. I think of all time. Crazy, they have less than five million people in New Zealand. Yeah, and I think about of those five million, about five point one play rugby. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane for me. I mean, we have 10 times that population and they still... Yeah, but how many... But like you said, the, the, let's say, okay, let's be reasonable and say 38% of them play rugby. I, I even think that's high. I even think... That's oh, high. That's low. No, I think it's less than 38% that actually play rugby. Yeah, but let's say it's 1 million people. I don't think 1 million people play rugby in South Africa. And also, in New Zealand, what other sports are they good at? Cricket. They're not good at cricket. They're, they're, pretty, cricket. they're pretty good. Yeah, but they're okay. They're not Zimbabwe. Yeah, but okay. So they're not. But let's say other than okay, other than rugby and cricket, what other sports have they got? Fuck all. That they play. They got some good golfers. Jack, you know, it's not a literal question, fuckhead. <laughs> it's like us. It's like saying in South Africa, other than uh, bras, what else do we really eat? You know, not much. Uh, bra leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> You know, old bride rookies, <laughs> stale pop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just an interesting question here as well. What is the most popular sport in New Zealand? Bevan, fancy? rugby. Oh, correct. Five points. What's the second most? Cricket. For you. Uh, weirdly, it says the first, and then it goes to what is the third most popular? Cricket. This you wouldn't guess. No. Golf. No. Rugby league. Uh, rugby. Um, the other rugby. Basketball. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good at basketball. I, I would say that uh, cricket is. The but that, but that's just explaining to you now. The computer went off. That's just ex- just showing you from rugby to cricket is it's not a huge jump, but then to basketball, like it's yeah. we're not America. That's like South Africa. What's the third most canoeing? <laughs> like both of those guys are trying their hearts out. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean canoeing. I think canoeing is bigger than fucking basketball. You know, in South Africa. I disagree. Canoeing's huge inside. The doozy, dude. Freaking thousands of people. Sorry, what did you say? Bigger than? Basketball, basketball inside. No, I don't know about that. I don't know. I think it's Had my computer still had power, I would uh, dispute that. Well, I, I don't think that's something it, that you can Google. And then next week we got South Africa versus Australia. I'm just clicking and nothing's happening. And New Zealand versus Argentina. Okay. I hope New Zealand fucking blocks of Argentina. I think we can bet money on the fact that they probs will. Yeah. Um, just for interest's sake, I'm going to check the betting odds mm-hmm. on that game. Check it on your computer. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, I can't. <laughs> um, I can't do that one. Yes, it's going to be hair-raising because I think at, if we beat Australia, the last two games are versus New Zealand. So it's South Africa versus New Zealand on the 25th of September and the 2nd of October. So whoever wins those games wins the, the rugby championship. But if you've got Bowden Barrett on your side, yeah, the other team ain't going to win. I'm sorry. Bowden Barrett is too fucking good. Bowden Barrett and Geordie Barrett together are like, it's actually cheating, I think. It's like Team Jonah Lomu. Yeah. I'm from Lomu Rugby. Yeah. Okay, I, don't, I can't find the odds now on that particular game between uh, New Zealand and Argentina, but Probably surprise, surprise, New Zealand are the favourites to win the rugby championship. Ah, surprise, surprise, surprise. surprise. You're making a lot of surprises here. I think that can be a safe bet. Yeah. I hate to bet against South Africa, but still. I don't know, dude. South Africa's team's pretty fucking good. We beat the Lions. Yeah, yeah. We also lost to the Lions. No, but I mean... I watched that that entire video from Rossi Rasmus. Yeah. Top notch. Yeah. I love the way he explained it. (laughs) The whole thing's sarcastic. But, you know, he does... He does tick the boxes of, I'm doing this to try and get better, and he covers his bases. Yeah, but that's all sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, but really? he still says it. I mean, <laughs> approve sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I love him. No, I think that was a... 
And he's like, yeah, no, I need this stuff for so so that we can know what we need to do next time. We can know, like, if if, if that tackle where he does a high tackle, if that's right, then we can use it next week. We train for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so look, that's all about rugby. I mean, uh, Curry Cup results, we're not really going to do that. We're going to focus on international. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, there's not really too much. The English in them aren't really playing. So, from my side... I knew New Zealand was going to win. I told you last week that we're going to win. Even in Australia, New Zealand wins. Australia are an okay team, but they're not as good as uh, South Africa or New Zealand. If we lose to Australia, I'm going to be highly upset. What do you think Australia-Argentina? If it was neutral venue. Oh, Australia. I don't think Argentina are that good. I think Argentina, Argentina. Yeah, obviously Argentina. You think so? Argentina can beat New Zealand in Argentina. It's a, such a crazy thing because Argentina, I think, are one of the best. Like, if we have a World Cup in Argentina, that's one of the times that they could win. Mm. The only really good Argentina was the 2007 Argentina uh, with Pichot and that Flav Fernandez. Yeah. That was a fucking good team. But at this stage, I don't rate them at all. I don't think they're very really good. Well, look, I think they are getting better over time. I mean, compared to where they were 15 years ago, I think that's major step. No, but they've gone up and then come back down. But again, in Argentina, one of the best teams in the world, bar, bar none. And I think that's why the rugby championships were so interesting. Because we were like, why are you bringing Argentina? We're just going to blitz them every time. Then we went to Argentina and yeah. we got blitz them. So, and the thing with, with New Zealand, like I said, they always get that 50% call. So it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. And if you, Argentina, who are the dirtiest players in, the, in, the, in rugby history, you're going to get a lot of penalties against you and you're going to get moved. And also... I mean, New Zealand. I don't think they're as tough as South Africa, but they're pretty fucking tough. Yeah. So, right. Anything yeah. more on the... Uh, I couldn't go all show without saying it. The Ruggers? <laughs> no. Okay. Then we go to F1. So Just, now it's time for me to shut up. <laughs> okay. Confession time. The race <coughs> was not a riveting one. Why um, is that, Jack? The top three, the order they started is the order they finished. Uh, the top three. Yes, what an interesting sport. Um, I'll take that. I'll take that one. <laughs> but this is, again, we've argued about this a number of times, but this is what I'm saying. Okay, but Nothing like, happened in the race. Okay, but it's like exactly what you're saying about New Zealand playing against Australia. No, but there's still fun tries and sidesteps and good passing. Yeah, there was and, still, all of that applies. No, nothing, none tries. of that happened because nobody, they literally started in the position that they finished it. Top three. Only top three. Okay, well, who cares otherwise? Well, a lot of other people. Pierre That's Gassi. like, oh, so Bobby had a good game against Japan. Who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, well, what is... I'll, I'll gloss over the win. Other than the supporters there for Max Verstappen were absolutely crazy. I think it was like over 95% of the people that attended that race. Where was it? Netherlands. Is he from Netherlands? Yeah. No, well, well he's, got, he's got citizenship. Okay. But... Um, the stands were amazing. Everyone's wearing orange, obviously, for him. They got those orange flares, and it was apparently the fans were requested to not use flares because of uh, hampers visibility and that on the track. They didn't give a shit. <laughs> orange flares, boy. You could barely see the other side of the track through that smoke. Yeah. They blew it anyways. But I think that's a nice vibe. Well, what a good sport that we have to talk about the fans. Hmm. Anyways. <laughs> uh, other big news to come up with. How was that fight? Yeah, I know. The fans are cool. <laughs> Valtteri Bottas yeah. has signed with Alfa Romeo for next season. Yeah. So that leaves a seat open for, well, it's not really open. The word on the street is, it's going to be George Russell. Okay, that's so, not really word on the street. It's, Bottas is from Merck. Yeah, he's racing currently with Hamilton in Mercedes. Yeah. But he's giving way to, mark my words and everyone else's words, George Russell. And why, why is that a big deal? Well, because George Russell has already done one race uh, in a Mercedes when Hamilton got COVID. Yeah. And he dominated there. Like, first race in the car, this guy was on on course to win it until some stupid tire uh, uh, blowout. So, do you think... So, if the cars were equal, would he be the best? This guy? guy? Maybe not the best, but I think definitely top four. I think he's going to give Hamilton a good run for his money. But aren't they in the same car? Yeah, which is why I'm saying they will be. But why won't he just give way to Hamilton? Which they they also do in Formula 1? They did, actually, in the race that passed now. 
Bottas was going for the fastest lap of the race. You get a championship point for the fastest lap. They actually told him to not try to set a fastest lap because Hamilton must get that point. What the fucking shit sport. Shit team, man. Uh, whatever, whatever. Um, and then Hamilton is quoted as saying that Bottas was his best ever teammate. Now, in Formula 1, your biggest competitor is your teammate on the other side of the garage, obviously, because you're in the same machinery. Mm. So for a guy that he's dominated year in, year out, to say he's the best teammate I ever had, listen, yeah, it's nice having a Vafy that'll flip and be dominated. You know, mm. obviously he's going to say that. I think it's just a silly thing to say. But now, why is he going to, is Alfa Romeo good? No. So he's going to be the lead driver for Alfa Romeo? Not necessarily. Well, More experienced. Yeah, but so, not every team has a lead, a one and two. Not every team has that. Okay, but does, do you, th- what is your opinion, <laughs> Jack? No, I don't think he will be the lead driver. So no. he's going to be a bitch on that side as well? No. I think there it's allowed to race because oh. there's much less on the line. What, so, are, what are they in? I think seven at the moment of ten or something. Uh-huh. Six, seven or eight, somewhere there. Um, <sighs> yeah, okay. Uh, Grandpa Bev is getting tired. So we move along to soccer. Mm. Uh, just one thing I really wanted to talk about. The World Cup qualifiers, which is why we're not getting to speak about Premier League. Mm. Because obviously that's Yeah, well, let's talk about the qualifiers. So they have yeah, to yeah. beat Ghana 1-0. Oh, no, they're currently playing and they're 1-0 ahead. No, dude. Yes. South Africa. We played a match on Friday. Are we playing again? South Africa, 1, Ghana, 0, 86 minutes. FNB Stadium, Johannesburg. Hectic. Yeah. I didn't know they're playing today. But the notable one is Argentina versus Brazil. Now, even you must know that that's a big game. Yeah, of course I know that's a big game. So, about seven minutes in, the game got stopped. Yeah. There were health officials rocking up on the pitch in the middle of the game, stopped the game, and some players were fined and deported because they breached protocols or COVID protocols. Where was this? In, shit, either Argentina or Brazil. Yeah. So they actually stopped the game and it did not continue. People were fined and deported. So there's no result? There's no result. So they're they're scrambling now to get another... Uh, to try that fixture again somewhere, but it's actually quite something crazy. I think that's... Uh, Why don't they just wait for the game to finish? Exactly my point. What? So that's quite something. Brazil, why would you... Fuck, you know. I mean, to do that on the international stage is a bit of a farce. Yeah, why would you do that? No. It doesn't make sense. I think some guy just wanted to swing a dick around because he got promoted or something. Yeah. Chief health inspector. Currently number one and two in the region's qualifying standings, obviously. So who's who's better, Brazil at this stage? Because I know obviously Brazil used to be better, but now we've got uh, Argentina's got Messi. Yeah, but Brazil's also got very good players. Yeah, are they as good as Messi? One player does not make th- the team if it's Lionel, Lionel unless Messi. it's Jonah Lomu. If yeah. you've got Team Jonah Lomu, <laughs> <laughs> or Lionel Messi, or Cristiano Ronaldo. But I just, oh, and uh, Ronaldo's going to Manchester United. Again? Yeah. That's a good idea. In um, your career where you started? Apparently, that he also, or records were set for uh, t-shirt sales. Yeah. Obviously, with now his name on it, Manchester, or whatever. So, it's obviously. It's a smart business move. Play one year there, get paid millions, and then retire. Yeah. Because he's old, eh? How old is he? Cristiano's wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that came up. It's the fourth. Fourth search. Yeah. What is wrong with people, man? I don't, I don't understand what you have, what issue you have with it. Why I don't understand you how issue? you're okay with it. Why is it? Oh, it's 36. Not that old. No. But also, they, they don't really play for much longer than that. I think Molnar. Yeah, but that's in from, the past. I mean, now, look at Cristiano. He's still the best in the world. Who's better than him? Him and Messi. And no, Messi's no, no, no. older. I don't think there's better than them now. Yeah, and so why would he stop now? I don't know. Let's fax That's him actually him. quite an interesting thought. Lionel Messi, 34. So they're 36, so they should be at the end of their career. And well, they are still the two best in the world, by miles. No, I think they're still a good two, three years there. Okay. Maybe a few more for me. But what I'm saying is, who, who, Ronaldinho wasn't the best at the end of his career. Nor was um, David Beckham. You understand what I mean? Mm. At 36 years old, David Beckham wasn't the best in the world. No, look, Ronaldo's still a beast, make no mistake. But, I mean, who's better than him now? Still, nobody. Not even close. 
Is there any player? I mean, even Neymar was supposed to take over with him. He's not even fucking close to as good as those two. And I don't even watch soccer enough. I can know. That. Well, look, in terms of goals, like goals scored, uh, I'll just speak from the Premier League because that's all I know, really. They are, I mean, Harry Kane, okay, I don't rate him all that much, but... Yeah, but Harry Kane's not nearly as good as Liverpool. Okay, but just check goals scored. It doesn't matter. Who always, who wins every year? Lionel Messi or Ronaldo? Wins what? The player of the year. Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Let's see. Football. Okay, Lionel Messi. Oh, Virgil van Dijk. Plays for Liverpool. He a beast. Yeah, but he came second. 2019-2020. Oh, shit. Robin Lewanski or something like that. Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Oh, this is interesting. Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, Luca Modric, Lionel Messi, Modric. Robert Modric, um, Robert Lewandowski, Lewandowski. Polish, Polish player. Anything else you want covered? Ronaldinho won it twice. FIFA World Player of the Year. Was he the one who could eat an apple through a tennis racket? Yes. Yeah, Ronaldinho is my favorite. Yeah. yeah, that guy was crazy. Ronaldinho, Zinedine Zidane three times. Oh, what a headbutt. Yeah. Kaka won it once. Actually, talking about him today because I was telling him today <laughs> there's a guy named Kaka. <laughs> there's also a guy now still playing Massa Pust. <laughs> Massa Pust in the net. <laughs> Get in there. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to make a recommendation on Netflix. It's called The Untold. Fuck, I don't even know. Untold Truth or something like that on, on Netflix. It's like sporting documentaries, but of these weird stories. Okay. So I think watch it next week and listeners watch it next week. There's a few of them. One's about a boxer, but there's one about this um, this uh, uh, hockey team, like an uh, ice skating hockey team yeah. that uh, was bought by like this um, mobster and given to his 17-year-old child to be... Um, uh, oh. No, I thought that at the beginning, but just watch it. Just watch the show. Okay. No spoils. But, um, okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to do a weight loss challenge. We're quickly going to weigh ourselves, and then we're going to talk about what we went. Okay, so we just weighed ourselves, and Jack is fatter than me. Yeah. I actually genuinely thought I was less than you. I genuinely... And you're shorter than me. I'm not sure. <laughs> I just have a bad posture. Um, so he's 102.6, and I'm 102.3, baby. So we're going to do a weight loss challenge. We'll update you every week. We're going to do it on... Well, we can actually just do it kilograms lots. Yeah, it's a few hundred grams. It's a big poo. Well, you just had a poo, so I'm actually weighing... I didn't poo. I couldn't. Ah, so that's maybe that. I wasn't ready. Yeah. I wasn't ready. Okay, so we're going to do a weight loss challenge. So for now, so we're going to see who can lose the most kilograms in three months. So I don't have the patience for that. Let's do like a month. Okay. A cram. Wait, what? When is... When did they do the oh, November weight loss? Whatever. No, that's Movember with the moustache. Yeah, but what's the one where they do the challenge? I know Joe Rogan and them did it or something. But anyway, so we're going to post it online. We're going to do a whole lot of things about it. Jack's a fat fuck. I'm going to win. You guys can vote out there. Let us know who you want to win. But I think Jack's going to lose. Famous last words. Okay, so a month. So from the 6th to the 6th, the 6th of the 9th to the 6th of the 10th, who loses the most? Okay, do we update weekly? So we'll, we'll weigh, yeah, on the same scale, in the same spot. Okay. What are we going to win? What are you going to win if you win? What do you get if you win? Hmm. Hmm. What is it that we both want? We're both like. No, we don't have to. You can win. What do you want? <sighs> All right. So if I win, I get a punch, Jack, and get any ass to buy me a pizza. And if you win, Jack? <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? No, you're not punching shit. No, 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 no. Then we don't do it. I okay. get what I want. Okay, then if I get a I punch, win, you just lose more weight than me. Okay, then if I win, no I balls. get a case of beer no and I punch you. Fine, deal. But where do we punch? No. Okay, that's fine. No, not in the face or the balls. That's unfair. Not in the stomach because you could, because we'll be really lean then. You know what I mean? So there's not a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> We're not worried about the wrist or anything like that. You know, that's cool. Well, if I punch you in the stomach, it's better for the wrist than in the arm. It will absorb and snap. What? Your hand will be absorbed in a tummy and, <laughs> and it will snap because wrists don't bend that I way. thought you were going to say that your arm so your arm your, your stomach will be so like like hard and fit that it would yeah look I'm a realist yeah, I'm it's a only realist. a month <laughs> <laughs>
I mean, look, if we, we uh, yeah, let's see how much weight you lose. So, okay, so we, we October, October 6th, we're going to measure. Okay, but then we, do we update our weight loss per week on the show? Yes. Okay, so. Every we, week we're going to measure. Sure. And then we update. Sure. Okay. All right. And then bragging rights as well. Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening through episode number six or seven, potentially even eight. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know because we just love it so much. Thanks hey. for joining. Catch you next week. Yeah. Before you do that, I just want to tell them where they can find us. You can find us at all the podcasts that you listen to. We will have videos up on YouTube this week. We also will have on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook, Idiots Report Podcast. Um, on Facebook, we're also on Instagram, Idiots Report Podcast there. If you want to email us with something bigger or an idea, you can either instant message us or email us at Idiots Report Pod. We might change that to Idiot Sport Report, but I'll let you know next week. So for this week, we'll just keep it the same because I might not have enough time. Keep it real. Thanks. Bye. Idiot's Report Podcast. This is the Idiot's Report Podcast. We are the idiots and this is the Idiot's Report Podcast. Woo-woo-hoo.